Hello and welcome to Buildings of Tomorrow, a very special Buildings of Tomorrow episode, not just because we have a new expert to introduce and a new topic to discuss, but also because we have hit the big three figures. This is our 100th episode, the century, if you were talking in cricket terms. So a huge thank you goes to all of you that are listening to us, uh, to the team that helps us create this, and of course, to our experts that lend their time and expertise to keep us updated on the interesting topics that are happening across our industry. Today, I'm joined by Veronica Biennett. She is the CFO of Siemens Financial Services, and Veronica has worked in many different industries, from automation to automotive to mobility in different countries and regions, from China to Russia to here in Western Europe. And what that enables her to do is really have this history, this knowledge, this experience to understand the different requirements in these different regions and these different industries. And when we talk about financing, that's such an important thing because every industry has its own requirements and its own needs. And smart financing, we're going to talk a little bit how different financing approaches, uh, different uh, stakeholders, different groups and conversation can help us make the investment uh, and uh, bring the innovation and the technology required to hit some of those really key goals that we aim for, sustainability, uh, energy efficiency, etc. So let's get straight into the episode and have a chat with Veronica. Veronica, thank you very much for joining us. Pleasure. So let's uh, let's focus down on mm-hmm. the things that uh, you know you have so much broad experience in, and we're talking about that that smart city, the 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 city infrastructure, the buildings, the and those technologies that you described before. Why is financing as a topic so important for you know the future of these cities and these smart cities now compared to perhaps where we were in the past? I think we need to look at the big picture first, actually, in which kind of environment we are navigating. So um, on one hand, um, we have the pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic, which um, is really one of the largest challenges um, we are facing in today's world. Mm -hmm. And um, I think the the second uh, uh, topic we need to have in mind is really the climate change. The pandemic is something we are facing now, but from my perspective, the climate change is um, going forward as well. The next generations, that's even the more complex topics. Cities really need to tackle both issues. Yeah. So how we invest into the right technologies on one hand Mm -hmm. and as well with the right urgency, because as you said, speed is of essence. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, with um, all the activities to cope with the climate change, um, we are yeah we are late. What is um, so important about the two issues is really on one hand, so we want to decarbonize growing cities, yeah, um, energy efficiency. Everybody is talking about that, but what exactly is it, yeah? And then how can we facilitate it? How can we do that? Yeah. And so from our perspective is really to put more intelligence, yeah, more digital technologies um, into buildings that we can um, use less resources. That is, I think, one important aspect. Yeah. Yeah, and I think not only does that digital technology enable us to collect more information, understand better what's happening, it also gives us that flexibility to react to those changes yeah. as they come along. And and as you mentioned, we, we know the problem or we, we know the challenges. We know that cities are one of the places where we need to act and we know we're behind. Why, why are we behind? Why, why are people not investing 
and and delivering and deploying these technologies as much as we know we need to as a society. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so I think it is a very um, simple answer because it's um, yeah the the lack of um, uh, of resources yeah in yeah. terms of resources um, usually uh, financial resources because I think uh, all people or most of the people really understood that um, increasing um, technology in the buildings and and uh, bringing via the technology implementing more intelligence um, there that this can really help um, dramatically to transition. Um, however, there are really strong financial barriers. So I think every business and every uh, tenant has certain limitations. Mm -hmm. And and that is something which we need to overcome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is, I guess, exactly where this, this financing and this smart financing concept comes in to make to make that equation of available financial resources and and the expectation or the understanding of what needs to be yeah. achieved in time easier to 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 balance from yeah. a business perspective. Yeah. So uh, we've said smart financing a few times at the very start of the episode. What is smart financing from your perspective? <laughs> Yeah, so the intelligence, yeah, being smart really comes with the data, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and um, I mentioned um, that we really want to bring closer together really the, 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 the physical and, and the, the virtual um, world. Mm -hmm. And um, the beauty is right now what we are having um, that with, with the di digital technologies, we can connect um, certain data points. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because with the technology, each device can provide certain data and um, thinking about health and safety, um, certain sustainability topics, yeah, energy saving, that is more or less all driven in a certain way with data, measurable mm -hmm. data. And, and that is um, one aspect, yeah, and with the new kinds of insights we are gaining with this kind of technology, we are powering the smart financing models because at the end, from a financial perspective, structuring a, a tailor-made financing solution, I need certain data points where I can really calculate um, and um, develop a, a financing scheme which really fits to the needs of the customer. Yeah. yeah. And um, so, therefore, we need to have measurable outcomes and um, yeah, clear KPIs. And um, if you are looking for a financing solution at the end, you have to embed the financing solution as well in a certain contractual framework. Mm -hmm. And so that is something I need to track. And with technology, you have really um, uh, absolute transparency where you are. And maybe just to give you an example, yeah. Um, if you are operating an office building, yeah, so you want to keep it really running smoothly, very profitable, and um, yeah, you want to have really very reliable data. But on the other hand, maybe you are facing certain economical cycles um, and you want to spend it as well for um, security and maintenance and for maybe for other topics. So you have different constraints which you need to optimize. Mm -hmm. And the smart um, financing 
So the intelligence is on one hand coming from the technology, but from my perspective, since we want to empower our customers as, as well, to offer a financing solution which gives our customer the freedom to set certain individual priorities. Mm. Yeah? And when our customer is saying, look, um, I'm, I'm having as well um, certain liquidity or resource constraints in my working capital environment, so can we really streamline the KPIs of my financing solution that you are providing me in such manner that I can maybe meet both um, targets. So that it is all about, yeah. That's really interesting because it's not just using the technology, let's say, as the, uh, you know, using financing to deliver a technology that then delivers whatever KPIs they originally intended. It's also using that technology to track the success and the next steps from a financing perspective. Right. That. I can imagine, and, and you know, I'm not a, a finance expert, I can imagine that's a very different discussion than you would have with a traditional financing organization yeah. that would look at uh, you know, cash flow and, and income and, and costs and from that derive whether money is, is available or not. How do you, who, who do you talk about when you're sitting in a group with a company, with a customer, and you're talking about these kinds of conversations, I can imagine that this is also a different group. It's not just the finance guys, but it's your sustainability managers. Uh, it's your workplace uh, health and safety guys. Who who sits or how, how has that, that conversation from a participant perspective changed uh, in these last years? I think what is for me most interesting is more or less really the composition, how you are having the conversation. So usually um, talking about our colleagues from the industrial space, um, from smart infrastructure, they were approaching their counterparties at their customer individually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then maybe the customer said, okay, I need a financing solution and approached his kind of bank, the relationship bank, yeah, and then was searching for a financing solution. But what is now different is that we, from, from a financial services perspective, very often we are talking to the CFO of a company, yeah, mm -hmm. so, but, but he or she has really then all the operation under the radar screen and um, the CFO wants to optimize yeah, it's KPI, his KPIs or her KPIs. Mm -hmm. But then providing the, the technology and the equipment maybe is with some other counterparties in the building environment. Mm -hmm. And what we are um, supporting very much is really to have joint uh, meetings, yeah, where you really involve from a customer perspective different experts, yeah, Maybe as well, including the treasurer yeah, of the CFO, but mm -hmm. as well the environmental health and safety people and um, additional colleagues. And then combining what is the need from the technological perspective and then the financing perspective. Because mm -hmm. if you split it, then it is much more difficult to connect the dots yeah, yeah. and to understand what exactly wants um, the customer um, to optimize. And I mm -hmm. even had uh, with um, some customer touch points I had was that then uh, even the CEO approached me of a company and said, okay, but 
I, I got connected uh, with your industrial colleagues. They want to sell a certain technological solution. Mm -hmm. But then when I had the discussion from a strategic perspective, actually, where do you want to be in five or ten years? Then it turned out that besides the really the solution as such from a technological point of view, maybe um, adding industrial software, bringing this intelligence in, provides a complete different um, efficiency and therefore productivity mm. for the customer as well on a global basis. Because since we have a global network, not only from an SFS perspective, but um, our um, industrial colleagues, mm -hmm. and then to connect it, then all of a sudden we had products, we had the software solution, and we had the financing solution. And then from a strategic, from a C-level perspective, that got a complete different dimension. Yeah. And, and with financing as the lever to expand that scope and to understand not the requirement for this part of the business or for this period of time of the business, but yeah. where across the board from that sea level strategic right. um, perspective, do they want to be and what gets them there in the, in the future? Yeah. That, that's really interesting. And, and I like, uh, you just jumped into a, a little bit of an example, and we love an example here on Buildings of yeah. Tomorrow. Can, can you give me a bit of an example on, on a situation where we've you've used this approach, something that gives us the, you know, a, a bit of a tangible idea of how it can work? Yeah, so actually um, a country which is not so large, but I think it's um, quite interesting um, uh, if you look um, at a country like Finland, yeah? Mm -hmm. So here um, SFS has really partnered with a, um, this um, yeah, smart infrastructure to help Celo. This is the country's large so uh, sh shopping center. And here um, we developed a virtual power plant really that optimizes its energy usage. Yeah? Yeah. And um, so we had really a bundle of different technologies um, combined here, really managed by Siemens. Um, so Celo could really connect um, a microgrid, a, a peak sol solar panel system, mm -hmm. intelligent LED lightning, and a two megawatt electricity storage system, which really allowed um, a flexible power usage, really mm -hmm. depending um, on grid consumption. And really this cons uh, really very um, competitive and comprehensive program that allowed Celo to kickstart really to upgrade um, really without a financial risk. Yeah. yeah. And, and, in the same time, really, we have to lower the CO2 emissions really by 20%. Wow. And um, this is really an energy service agreement, yeah, without really buying an energy system, yeah. And I think that is really um, a very nice example, but as well in countries like emerging countries like Brazil, um, another example, here we invested um, with equity in micropower commerce, and here we, um, the intent um, is really to provide an on-site battery storage mm -hmm. for energy-intensive buildings. And here in Brazil, you have between day and night and different um, yeah, time spans of the day, you have really a volatility really of the energy consumption and energy pricing. Mm -hmm. And um, this model really that helps really to, to manage energy in a very flexible manner. Yeah. P 
peak times, as I mentioned, and uh, really to better integrate uh, renewable energy and phase out um, really diesel backup generators. This is yeah. the idea, yeah. Yeah, and no, I really like that one in particular because, you know, that it sounds like that financing approach also is is coupled with technology, which is enabling a new business model. Yeah, and and it's it would be so much easier for for a you know, a customer who is trying to achieve that mm-hmm. to be able to tie the financing really tangibly to the performance of the systems that support and enable that business model rather yeah. than having an, an overarching completely separated uh, financing model like you talked about before that's um yeah i really like that one that was a good one yeah and actually i can tell you that, so that our really teens they are so eager and so passionate about really driving new business models really to be innovative and as well to enable um, our customers um, to to invest and to drive technology with purpose. Yeah. So really that the really the underlying business which we are supporting either with equity investments or with a, a leasing solution or with a more complex tailored financing solution. But what is always really what is driving us really to help our customers to drive their own competitiveness. At the end, that is really our wish, that our customers are in their area, in their industry, becoming more competitive, investing into the right technologies. That is one part, but as well becoming more sustainable and um and um, yeah improve efficiency and at the end really to make the customer happy and um, make him as well passionate about our technology yeah which is always a good thing definitely no but but i think that's a great place to 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 finish on because uh, you know if we go right back to the start of our conversation when we talked about you know we need to make changes and places like cities and buildings are, are areas within our society that we know we need to make changes not only do do we have to invest in the technology, but also that flexibility and that entrepreneurial spirit to find new business models, new approaches to do things are going to be essential for us to catch up to where we need to yeah. be from a society's perspective. So I like that as a as a great uh, tie back to the to where we started. Yeah. Uh, Veronica, thank you so much for joining us today. It was an absolute pleasure. Great pleasure as well, John. And uh, thank you to everyone who's listening to us out there. Please feel free to like, comment, share on this episode, and remember to subscribe at whichever channel you're listening or watching us at the moment. Until the next episode, thank you, and we'll see you again soon. Thank you. Bye.